You're listening to Fuel Radio, inspiration and training to fuel your day. Now here's your host, Rod Jans. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fuel Radio. My guest today is Terry Barkman. Terry is known as the, the sailboat coach. I'm happy to have him on the, on the show today and to be talking to him again. We've, be, we've become uh, pretty good friends and have had a chance to meet and find out about each other a little bit more and each other's businesses and what we do. And so welcome to Fuel Radio, Terry. Thank you, Rod. It's great to be on Fuel Radio for the first time, and it's great to be uh, interviewing with you again. Yeah, good. Yeah, we should just mention, we'll give a shout out to Get Inspired Talks. That was the podcast that we talked on before, and uh, they actually have an event this weekend. This <laughs> the shout out isn't going to do them any good this time around, but <laughs> they do have a speaking event this weekend, and we're, we're grateful to Roger who created that platform for us to do that interview before. But uh, we'll we'll start right from from scratch here. <laughs> let's let's talk about sail sailing just a little bit, and then we'll move into coaching because you have a really unique approach to coaching, and you're becoming a real thought leader in that in that area and in that in the approach that you take in the approach of free range coaching. But so we'll get to that in a minute. But if you don't mind, let's just start with. Uh, sailing where did your love of sailing come from of course rod well i have been sailing since i was very young as a teenager i learned to sail on small boats on small lakes and over the years that has transitioned onto bigger boats on bigger oceans and it just keeps being a love for me i love the teamwork of it i love getting out on the water and being in a special peak location and i love taking people into the world of sailing and creating a safe space for them to learn and stretch themselves. Mm. Awesome. And I've seen Terry in action a few times and I know that you are, you're just a natural coach as well. Like it, it seems like a great combination. You almost can't help yourself. You, you ask great questions. You're a, a good listener. You're, you're really good one-on-one. -on -one. So just tell us a little bit about your, your coaching background. How did that all come about? Great question, Rod. Thank you for saying all those lovely things. And coaching for me, I, I mean, I think you're right. I think coaching has always been a part of who I am. And more recently, I've refined that and uh, gone deeper into the study of coaching. But where I saw it show up in a big way for the first time was at a wilderness camp where I was working. And I thought that I was just there to be in the outdoors and connect with people. But then I realized after the fact that giving somebody tools and teaching them how to climb an ice waterfall is all about coaching. It's all about taking people to the edge of their comfort zone. It's about helping them to create a new imagination for their future that they couldn't have seen alone. Did that outdoor coaching experience, did that, was that the beginning of your thoughts on uh, free range coaching? Like you, you must've seen the power of doing it in the outdoors and, and like you said, pushing people to the edge and giving them that experience. That must have been, that must have planted a seed, I would imagine. It really did, Rod. Uh, when I was 19 and blonde working at the wilderness camp, I got to see the outcomes of free range coaching firsthand. And that really formed me. It, uh, I didn't know at the time what it was. I didn't know what I was looking at, but I knew that I wanted more of it. And so we've refined our program at Sailboat Coaching International. We have built our curriculums around the seed of free range coaching and the 
willingness that people have to be changed when they're in a peak location and being free range coached. Hmm. What does, what has coaching done for you? I know that, um, you know, it's certainly a buzzword these days and uh, there's tons of coaches trying to promote themselves and stuff like that. Um, I think those of us who I've taken some coaching training and do a little bit of coaching and, and spiritual direction myself. And probably the reason that I've continued to do that and want to offer that is that I've had some experiences where I've gone, Oh, this is, this is really helpful. And uh, so I'm just wondering, it it sounds like that, that that those early wilderness experiences must've really had an impact on you. So yeah, I'm just wondering what let's, let's, Asked this in a twofold way. What experience, what impact did those early wilderness experiences have on you? And then what impact has coaching had on you personally as well? Well, to answer your first question, the wilderness camp was the seed that rooted change in the outdoors in my mind. It mm. was the beginning of what Silva coaching is now. Working at the wilderness camp taught me that people are willing to get open and get vulnerable and create a shift in imagination when they're outdoors. And I believe powerfully in peak location and peak experience in helping people to change their imagination from, from their old habits to who they choose to be next. It's so cool. I, you know, just personally, if you don't mind me throwing in a personal antidote here, like the wilderness and has had a big impact on me in, in 10th grade, we had an outdoor education class. And so it was, it was a year long and we got to learn to kayak and to, and to you know, mountain climb and uh, hike. And every weekend we'd go somewhere. We, we slept in snow caves and all that kind of stuff. And it, was, it really was, it was an awesome experience, you know. And I, I, I went on to get a PE teaching degree, and I, I just kind of thought that I, didn't, I never taught, but I thought that was the ideal kind of course I wish every kid could go through, you know, and have that experience and learn to be it it helps with your confidence it helps you work with other people there's so many dynamics isn't there when you when you get when you get outdoors yeah i agree completely uh i think i can see on you how powerful the experience was for you of getting the wilderness education yeah and i think that for most people the wilderness has that powerful life-changing effect if they're willing to go into it and be contemplative and to ask questions and to really experience what life has to offer in the raw. Mm. So yeah, just define uh, free range coaching for us. What is, what is that all about? You're, you're becoming a spokesman for this and, uh, and, and really an, an advocate for this. And uh, I, I love, I love what you're, what you're doing and where you're heading with this. So just tell us a little bit more about what free range coaching is. Yeah. Thank you, Ron. I love being asked about free range coaching and, I feel like as a community, we're still trying to figure out a little bit what it is. And, and yet I've been fortunate to be one of the thought leaders of this community that's growing and pushing free range coaching forward. Just recently, I took a call from somebody who I hadn't known before. And he said, listen, I want to start coaching in a hot air balloon. Uh, (laughs) Help me design it. Let's figure out how to coach in a hot air balloon. And in fact, later today, I'm talking with somebody who wants to do something maybe a little different with sailing programs, coaching, nice. That's so and cool. what we're doing in Civil Coaching International. How can I distill down what free-range coaching is? I mean, I guess typical coaching, uh, people might know this, typical coaching 
is often done one-on-one over a phone call for an hour once a week. Right. Uh, and there's a lot of power in that. And I just feel like there's more power if you take people on a sort of guided experience. We've created these week-long curriculums. We have a coaching mastery program. We have a what's next program. Those are two examples of curriculums that we run. And we take a small group of people out on the water on the sailboat. I feel like the sailboat, uh, and I'll talk about sailboat coaching as a specific example of free range coaching. I feel like the sailboat is just a wonderful place to explore teamwork and explore communication and take a deeper look at how we show up. Also, I believe there's tremendous power in just taking people away from their everyday lives and maybe switching their phone off for a period of time right? and really staying present with the people who are around them. That presence and that unplug from our regular lives, I believe, sets the stage for, for the kind of reflection, for the kind of perspective that we need in order to truly create a life that's intentional, that's focused. And that is in a powerful alignment with the way that we want to move forward. Yeah, I can see so many benefits to what you, you said there. So yeah, getting away, getting around other people, turning the phone off, which, which is such a, a need today in, in and of itself. I mean, there's tremendous value in, in, just, in just that, I'm sure. Could, could you, 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 you did it just there, but maybe just describe for us a little bit in detail what a typical experience is like when someone goes on the sailboat with you Where, where's your next trip good question we're looking at the british virgin islands okay awesome. um, so that trip is going to be fabulous we also have something coming up for bora bora and then locally here in vancouver we're running the coaching mastery program again next year as well as the taster which is wonderful because it's a one day one night trip uh, it's a perfect way for somebody who goes i pretty sure I want to try sailboat coaching to get out on the water with us and taste it. And what they experience on the taster trip is a little bit of everything that you get in the week long program. Participant gets to be on the water, engage with the group. They get to work on sailing skills and work together with my team to be part of the sailing team. They're actually sailing the boat because we have the skills and we can teach them to be an effective member of that team. Then a couple of times a day, we'll sit down and we'll do an intentional coaching session. I feel like sailing is already a coaching opportunity in and of itself, just the way that we talk about sailing, the way we talk about team building. In addition to that, we will sit down and have a, an hour or two long coaching session where we take the group through a story arc of what their life is and what they would like it to be. I love that. I love that. I did a silent retreat last Easter mm-hmm. and, and led a silent retreat. And we did just one, um, we call it spiritual direction because it was in a spiritual setting, right? And we just did one hour with with everybody that participated, with, with everybody that came. There was two of us leading. And those one hour sessions were so powerful to, I mean, everybody was in silence. So it's like, is anything going on here at all? <laughs> but then to hear what was happening was was amazing i'm sure those times of coaching on the boat are incredible as people get to tell you what's going on inside and what they're what they're experiencing the british virgin islands is potentially the next (laughs) the next big trip that's that's really neat and uh, what are some of the ground rules like i i find that uh you know creating the right environment is so so important so what are some of that how do you do that on the on the boat so that you make sure everybody has a a a good experience Mm, ground rules 
We talk about agreements uh, on our week long trip. We will carve out some time usually on the first day mm -hmm. to go through what do we agree to? What are we here for? What are our individual goals and how do those align with the goals of the group? Interestingly, a lot of the ground rules end up being part of ACTS. The common question that people ask when they're thinking about coming on a sailboat coaching trip or they're maybe a little afraid to come on a sailboat coaching trip is what if my skills aren't any good? I've never tried sailing before or I'm a, a real beginner at sailing. And what I tell them, and this frames up the agreements that we have together as a team, is that skills are not in the top four. The top three things that we're looking for are A, attitude, B, uh, I guess C. C. <laughs> C, communication. Yeah. T, teamwork. Yeah. And then skills is the small S at the bottom. Skills are four. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so inside of that framework of having a great attitude and being an excellent and intentional communicator and being an enthusiastic and willing team member, mm. uh, I feel like the ground rules kind of sort themselves out. We talk through some specific agreements, like, are we willing to post stuff to social media? Well, yes. Are we willing to get stuck in a scroll hole and just be lost to the group? No, no, that's not <laughs> what we're here for. Are we willing to pull out our phone and take a picture of something beautiful, like a pelican flying next to the boat? Of course. <laughs> and, and I guess there are a bunch of different agreement, agreements that apply in different ways. I guess there are a bunch of different agreements that apply in different ways. One of them is that everybody helps out around the boat with the sailing, with the cooking, with the cleaning. And I feel like all of those things feed into the T, the teamwork. With communication, we have clear calls that we use uh, in sailing to talk about we're getting ready to tack. Okay, what's your job? We're getting ready to tack. Are you ready? Okay, we're ready port. We're ready starboard. We're ready on the main. Okay, let's go. We're tacking now. <laughs> Just to have that crisp, crisp clear communication. That's cool. I, I, I can see from having done a little bit of sailing myself that like th those things that you just described, I'm sure after a week, I'm, people find that those have an impact on them and they carry over into their, their regular life when they return home. Is, are you hearing stories like that? Like uh, I can see having a, you know, it's just, um, it's just so reinforced. Like you have to have a good attitude. You have to communicate. There has to be teamwork. And maybe people don't see the value of that necessarily in their regular life, but I'm sure after being on the boat, they come back and go, oh, these are, these all apply. These are really important, important skills to, uh, or attitudes and, and so forth to have when they, when they get, get back home. I agree completely, Rod. I feel like attitude, communication, and teamwork are the three biggest things in sailboat coaching, in, in, sailing in general, in life, in relationships, in work. I feel like if attitude, communication, and teamwork are in place, you can learn the skills for the job, for the relationship, for whatever you're up against in life. And the participants are getting great value out of being immersed in attitude, communication, and teamwork. We had a participant for our coaching mastery program this summer, and they said, I would have paid triple. My entire life is different. I have recreated the life that I wanted and I'm living it now. And you just can't put a price tag on that kind of value. Yeah, that's excellent. That's great. So you just shared a story with us there. I know you've, you've taken, you've done several trips already. 
Can you share one or two client stories, if you will, <laughs> the word client, participant stories, where you've seen some transformation, of course, anonymously, use first names or whatever. Or, yeah, just, just so that we can get some insight into the impact of, of your trips. Of course, yes. And of course, client confidentiality is critical. Uh, that's one of our agreements that we talked about agreements earlier, but changing the names and some of the details. I had one participant and we call them participants because they participate in the activity on the boat and their own change. We're not the ones changing them, but they're, they're volunteering to be led through a change experience. I had one participant on the boat recently and they had successful business Everything was going great. And surprisingly to me, because as the coach, I'm not leading them somewhere. Where we ended up is they wanted to shut that business down and move into a cabin in the woods. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, from the perspective of a lot of people, might be considered to be a failure, right? The business isn't moving forward. Life seems to have come to a stop. And... I just trusted the coaching and I trusted the client to be naturally creative, resourceful and whole. And they sort of cocooned in that cabin in the woods for a period of time and then moved out of that and are just exceptionally clear on who they are and where they want to be. And their business has expanded to different states uh, because they're back at it now and they're doing it bigger and they're doing it better and they're not in a place of stress and reaction. They're in a place of leadership and ownership and mm. just taking an entirely different approach to life and business and relationships. That's really cool. I hear this so much lately. There's lots of people that are discovering that, that, you know, if you just grind away, grind away and bang your head against the wall, hoping for some sort of change. It just doesn't necessarily work. But when you create space like your program does, and then this person created even more space by going away in the woods, when you, when you create that space, it's amazing what comes to you and changes that take place in your attitude and you're getting in touch with your heart, I think. And you always come back a better person, more rejuvenated. And I'm sure that <laughs> it sounds like for sure that's what your, your trips do and, and have that kind of it impact. Can you, can you think of anybody else? Is there another, I know you, I mean, I'm sure everybody that goes has a story, but uh, do you have another uh, story that you can share with us? Yeah. I mean, we had a client who came on the trip and was just immediately transformed and each day showed up as more and more of a new person that they wanted to be. And in this particular case, uh, they were in a relationship that wasn't working and they needed to make some changes there. And through the clarity that they gained on the trip of who they were and who they wanted to be, uh, they made those changes and they moved away from the relationship and moved away from a job that wasn't working and really just started fresh in a lot of ways. Mm. And it's so powerful to see somebody come into alignment with who they are and, and to just really deeply own who they want to be and then show up as that person mm. after feeling blocked for years and years and just not like struggling, trying to make something work that wasn't a fit. And then suddenly new home, new relationship, new job, and everything's working. <laughs> That's awesome. 
we hear this all the time. I think coaches kind of promote themselves as saying, you know, I can help you if you're stuck, you know, <laughs> it's, but it sounds like your, your free range coaching approach and getting out on the sailboat and what you're teaching other coaches to do as well. It sounds like it really does work. Like it really does help with that. It really does help people get unstuck. That must be, that must feel great for you to, to witness those experiences and to be able to journey with people and go through that with them. You're right, Rod. It is just thrilling for myself and for my team to be part of people's change story, to see them show up stuck and to see them move through that stuckness into freedom, into the ability to create the life that they imagine for themselves. Mm. I just love seeing people finish the trip rejuvenated. I love seeing people finish the trip refreshed and invigorated and just alive and so full of passion for who they're becoming and, and building the life that they want. Well, Terry, it's been so good to uh, reconnect with you. Is there anything else you wanted to share that maybe we haven't covered or we, have we covered the range of what you were hoping to talk about? I always love talking with you, Ron. Uh, <laughs> to me, this is just a real treat. So Terry, one of the things that we've been focusing on this year on Fuel Radio has been um, having a healthy body, mind, and soul. And <laughs> it, that, that's been, we've really talked about it throughout this interview, but I'm wondering if you have any, just as we close up here, any tips for our listeners? It can be the whole package or just pick one of those three things. Any tips for us and, and how we can be more healthy? Yes. One of our co-leaders actually at Civil Coaching International is also the founder of Strong Healthy Kids. And Alexia keeps reminding us small sustainable changes. Mm. Make a change that's small, make a change that's sustainable, and you have that habit for life now. And I feel like those small sustainable change habits are what create a healthy body, a healthy mind, a healthy soul. Uh, maybe it's just eating a vegetable. Maybe it's spending five minutes in meditation every day. I feel like for each person, it could be different. And for me in different stages of life, the small sustainable change that I needed to make was different. Uh, right now I'm exercising gratefulness and I have a gratitude board in my kitchen and I write three things on the board every day that I'm grateful for. And it frames my attitude up differently than I would if I was in old habits from complaining and and I, I feel like some of my old habits were framing life in terms of hardship. Mm. And that sort of stuff melts away when I remember to stay in gratefulness, remember to stay in love and connection. Beautiful. I love that. That's great. Yeah, we've talked about major changes, right? But uh, it's a good, that's a good counterbalance to what we were talking about before is uh, it, you never know when those major changes are going to take place, but it's also helpful to, to take uh, tiny sustainable steps as well. And I, I love your example of, of gratitude and how you're doing it yourself. So you've got different things happening. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you and find out more about uh, Sailboat Coaching International? Probably the two best ways to connect with us are through our website, which is terrythesailboatcoach.com. And we're also on Instagram under Sailboat Coaching International. And that name shift has been intentional. Sailboat Coaching International is about being a team. And I definitely have a team of people around me now who are creatively and emotionally invested in what Sailboat Coaching is and where we're going as a team. And so I definitely want to include them in 
I feel like when we call ourselves Sailboat Coaching International, it it's truer because mm -hmm. it includes the whole team. It's not just about Terry Barkman. You have it sounds like you have some good team members coming on board. That's that's fantastic. It's been really wonderful to work with the new team. You've been listening to Fuel Radio.